Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is The Science of Winning at Life, Part 6, The Power of Reinforcement, published by Luke Prague. Part of the sequence, The Science of Winning at Life. Also see, Basics of Animal Reinforcement, Basics of Human Reinforcement, Physical, and Mental Behavior, Wanting versus Liking Revisited, Approving reinforces low-effort behaviors, applying behavioral psychology on myself. Story 1. On Skype with Eliezer, I said, Eliezer, you've been unusually pleasant these past three weeks. I'm really happy to see that, and moreover, it increases my probability that an Eliezer-led FI research team will work. What caused this change, do you think? Eliezer replied, well, three weeks ago I was working with Anna and Alicorn, and every time I said something nice they fed me an M&M. Story 2. I once witnessed a worker who hated keeping a work log because it was only used against him. His supervisor would call to say why did you spend so much time on that, or why isn't this done yet, but never I saw you handled X, great job. Not surprisingly, he often forgot to fill out his work log. Ever since I got everyone at the Singularity Institute to keep work logs, I've tried to avoid connections between concerned feedback and staff work logs, and instead take time to comment positively on things I see in those work logs. Story 3. Chatting with Eliezer, I said, Eliezer, I get the sense that I've inadvertently caused you to be slightly averse to talking to me. Maybe because we disagree on so many things, or something. Eliezer's reply was, no, it's much simpler. Our conversations usually run longer than our previously set deadline, so whenever I finish talking with you I feel drained and slightly cranky. Now I finish our conversations on time. Story 4. A major Singularity Institute donor recently said to me, by the way, I decided that every time I donate to the Singularity Institute, I'll set aside an additional 5% for myself to do fun things with, as a motivation to donate. The power of reinforcement. It's amazing to me how consistently we fail to take advantage of the power of reinforcement. Maybe it's because behaviorist techniques like reinforcement feel like they don't respect human agency enough. But if you aren't treating humans more like animals than most people are, then you're modeling humans poorly. You are not an agenti homunculus corrupted by heuristics and biases. You just are heuristics and biases. And you respond to reinforcement, because most of your motivation systems still work like the motivation systems of other animals. A quick reminder of what you learned in high school. A reinforcer is anything that, when it occurs in conjunction with an act, increases the probability that the act will occur again. A positive reinforcer is something the subject wants, such as food, petting, or praise. Positive reinforcement occurs when a target behavior is followed by something the subject wants, and this increases the probability that the behavior will occur again. A negative reinforcer is something the subject wants to avoid, such as a blow, a frown, or an unpleasant sound. Negative reinforcement occurs when a target behavior is followed by some relief from something the subject doesn't want, and this increases the probability that the behavior will happen again. What works? Small reinforcers are fine, as long as there is a strong correlation between the behavior and the reinforcer, Schneider 1973, Todorov et al. 1984. All else equal, a large reinforcer is more effective than a small one, Christopher 1988, Ludwig et al. 2007, Wolf 1936, but the more you increase the reinforcer magnitude, the less benefit you get from the increase, Frisch and Dickinson 1990. The reinforcer should immediately follow the target behavior, Escobar and Brunner 2007, Schlinger and Blakely 1994, Schneider 1990. Prior, 2007, notes that when the reward is food, small bits, like M&Ms, are best because they can be consumed instantly instead of being consumed over an extended period of time. 
Any feature of a behavior can be strengthened, for example its intensity, frequency, rate, duration, persistence, its shape or form, so long as a reinforcer can be made contingent on that particular feature. Neringer 2002. Example Applications If you want someone to call you, then when they do call, don't nag them about how they never call you. Instead, be engaging and positive. When trying to maintain order in a class, ignore unruly behavior and praise good behavior. Madsen et al. 1968, McNamara 1987. Reward originality to encourage creativity, Pryor et al. 1969, Chambers et al. 1977, Eisenberger and Armelai 1997, Eisenberger and Rhodes 2001. If you want students to understand the material, don't get excited when they guess the teacher's password but instead when they demonstrate a technical understanding. To help someone improve at dance or sport, ignore poor performance but reward good performance immediately, for example by shouting good. Boozes and Align 1981, the reason you should ignore poor performance if you say no, you're doing it wrong. You are inadvertently punishing the effort. A better response to a mistake would be to reinforce the effort, good effort. You're almost there. Try once more. Reward honesty to help people be more honest with you, Lanza et al. 1982. Reward opinion expressing to get people to express their opinions more often, Replank 1955. You may even be able to reinforce away annoying involuntary behaviors, such as twitches, Lorenti Lyons et al. 1985, or vomiting, Wolf et al. 1965. Want a young infant to learn to speak more quickly? Reinforce their attempts at vocalization, Ramily and Finkelstein 1978. More training should occur via video games like Dragonbox, because computer programs can easily provide instant reinforcement many times a minute for very specific behaviors, Fletcher Flynn and Gravit 1995. For additional examples and studies, see The Power of Reinforcement, 2004, Don't Shoot the Dog, 2006, and Learning and Behavior, 2008. I close with Story 5, from Amy Sutherland. For a book I was writing about a school for exotic animal trainers, I started commuting from Maine to California, where I spent my days watching students do the seemingly impossible, teaching hyenas to pirouette on command, cougars to offer their paws for a nail clipping, and baboons to skateboard. I listened, rapped, as professional trainers explained how they taught dolphins to flip and elephants to paint. Eventually it hit me that the same techniques might work on that stubborn but lovable species, the American husband. The central lesson I learned from exotic animal trainers is that I should reward behavior I like and ignore behavior I don't. After all, you don't get a sea lion to balance a ball on the end of its nose by nagging. The same goes for the American husband. Back in Maine, I began thanking Scott if he threw one dirty shirt into the hamper. If he threw in two, I'd kiss him. Meanwhile, I would step over any soiled clothes on the floor without one sharp word, though I did sometimes kick them under the bed. But as he basked in my appreciation, the piles became smaller. I was using what trainers call approximations, rewarding the small steps toward learning a whole new behavior. Once I started thinking this way, I couldn't stop. At the school in California, I'd be scribbling notes on how to walk an emu or have a wolf accept you as a pack member, but I'd be thinking, I can't wait to try this on Scott. After two years of exotic animal training, my marriage is far smoother, my husband much easier to love. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.